from the News Talks ZB Newsroom. This is News Fix. Good morning, I'm Neva Reddy Manu, and this is your morning News Fix for Friday, 25th of November. In this update, the fatal Sandringham dairy stabbing is causing many dairy owners to consider their own security. Auckland police are still hunting the offender, who they say stole cash from the Rose Cottage Super Eats register before stabbing the worker after he was confronted. There are reports some dairy owners in Christchurch are considering closing their businesses. Sandringham Business Association Chair Chitin Chitabuma told Tim Dower something like this was bound to happen. It's very unfortunate that I'm saying this, but we saw this coming because we have seen serious crime go up within the community for the last few months. National is raising red flags as figures on shortages in our mental health workforce paint a grim picture of the sector. In the last five years, unfilled psychiatrist and mental health nurse positions have both increased by more than 50%. At the same time, psychologist vacancies have shot up 140%. National Party mental health spokesperson Matt Ducey says a clear plan is needed to retain our current workers, with many becoming burnt out covering vacancies. Not only that, we need to make sure skilled mental health migrants are placed on the green list. And of course, we need to train up our local workforce. Meanwhile, nurses could soon be set for their first pay parity payment, with a government announcement imminent. Our newsroom can reveal Cabinet's expected to consider a proposal for parity between hospital nurses and those working in the community. It's understood the amount necessary to achieve parity could total $450 million, but the figure could rise depending on the outcome of other pay settlements. The government's key players have spent more than a million dollars travelling around the world on their post-COVID sales pitch. It's believed to be an all-time high for ministers' international travel over one financial quarter or three months since expense releases began more than a decade ago. Here's Chief Political Reporter Aaron Darman. Between July and September, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern came in top of the pops, dishing out almost $330,000. That's for trips to the Queen's funeral in the UK and the US for a visit to the White House and back again for the United Nations. A spokesperson for Ardern says the price tag reflects the higher post-COVID cost of airfares and a busy year promoting New Zealand. Our newsroom understands ministers are now having travel requests rejected after a decision not to allow non-essential or low-value travel. The police dive squad has been called to Lake Wanaka where a swimmer is missing. Emergency services were called to the lakefront about six last evening. It's understood the person failed to surface after being near the swimming platform in the lake. New Zealand's first wellbeing report by Treasury shows the problems the nation has to face. It reveals overall New Zealanders are now healthier, better educated, better paid and less affected by crime than 20 years ago. But it pinpoints increasing mental distress, declining education and expensive low-quality rentals as areas in need of attention. Chief Economic Advisor Dominic Stevens says there's also a big risk to future well-being. Climate change is a massive challenge. The way we run our society will have to adapt either to a warmer climate or to an economy that burns fewer fossil fuels. In sport, Switzerland have secured a 1-0 win over Cameroon at football's World Cup. Uruguay and South Korea have played out the tournament's fourth goalless draw. Denzel Yedemir's the best of the 13 New Zealand golfers after the opening round of the Australian PGA Championship at Royal Queensland. He's carded a four-under par 67 to sit two strokes off the lead. Taylor Bruce has advanced to the final of the women's